0: listening to fanfare tracks it's time to spin round the rim this is desert planet discs star wars music in a single file here are your hosts carl bayliss and greg robertson
1: it's the desert planet discs life day special starring carl Bayless as mooncat drums greg robertson as darth elvis and introducing your children to nightmares is Chewbacca's dad, Itchy, with special guests, Darth Elvis and friends, and Jefferson Starship. The Desert Planet Life Day Special, A.K.A. T.F.I. Life Day, is brought to you by Panther I'm
2: gonna have to run back and operate the aft gun manually. Stay on things here. Why do I always think that taking you home for Life Day is gonna be easy? <laughs>
1: Hello, and welcome to this special Desert Planet Discs Life Day special. Yes, we're celebrating the Wookiee holiday of Life Day. Me and my Wookiee companion, you know him, you love him. It's Carl Mooncat Bayless. How are you doing,
0: sir?
3: Yeah, that's Wookiee for I've got a really chewy toffee on the go. <laughs> are you are sir? You good? i'm very well thank you and yourself
1: i am very well very well i'm excited about celebrating life day desert planet disc style who wouldn't be because it is
3: it is much maligned in star wars fandom it's definitely a marmite you love it or you hate it Certainly, George Lucas and Disney hate it. <laughs> hey,
1: but, I think the holiday special is the gift that keeps on giving.
3: It is, it is. If um, you
1: can find it online.
3: Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna dig into it a little bit this evening and um, chat about what goes on, whether we understand what the hell it was
2: all about,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and generally revel in memories of seeing it way back and more recently and the myriad of things that have been brought back into canon to actually keep Life Day alive.
1: Indeed, yeah, it's certainly growing traction again, I think, and I'm I'm hopeful, hopeful that one day we might just get like a a remastered version. (laughs) I'll probably be dead and buried by the time that ever (laughs) happens. (laughs) But you know, you can can be hopeful that one day the holiday special will get the proper love it deserves with a what? vintage collection series of figures and black series. Or a, a reboot. Toys. Or I a want reboot. A, or a reboot. I want a Hot Toys at Acmeena. Yeah. That's what I want. But there
3: you go. There's a conversation we could, we could start off already of, like, if you rebooted the, the holiday special, who would you have as the modern-day equivalents of the cast of yesteryear? <laughs>
1: see uh, obviously we're in the good old UK recording this and uh, we know who B Arthur is uh, obviously from the golden girls and mod and stuff yeah but some of the other i guess big names in america art carney was one of the guest stars and i forget the name of the other chap not so famous over here i want to said no you know, it's kind of like who would we have? I don't know, Michael McIntyre <laughs> in place of Art Carney or something <laughs> in a modern uh, reboot. Filmed in the UK, Michael McIntyre. Yeah. No. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, oh. It was a. It was a. It's it a... Prue, Prue Leith as uh, Akmina. <laughs> in fact, in fact, generally, just just have the cast of Bake Off. The yeah. Great Great British Bake Off Life Day.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, well.
3: Noel Fielding, Matt Lucas, Paul Hollywood, Prue Leith. There you go. There's there's your cast for our TFI Life Day review. <laughs>
1: That'd be great. I'd, I'd sign up for that straight away. In fact, I'm gonna I might write to the Bake Off team and ask them to okay. consider to consider a Life, a Day, Life, special. Life
3: Day special.
1: Absolutely. So obviously the, the, the holiday special kicks off with Han and Chewie trying to find, or trying to battle their way back to Kashyyyk so Chewie can celebrate Life Day with his family. Obviously we, we get the intro from the narrator boy telling us who's coming up in the show, Following that, we get introduced to Chewie's family. Lovely Mala, that little scamp lumpy, and the nightmare fuel that is itchy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what were your thoughts the first time you saw, well, first of all, like Kashyyyk being like, I don't know, it was like an Ewok village on steroids. And, yeah. uh, and then the Chewie's family.
3: Yeah, well, because the design for the Ewok village in Return of the Jedi was apparently they wanted to do Kashyyyk, but logistically, it was a bit of a nightmare. and So they came up with short wookies. Yeah. E-Wookies. E-Wookies. <laughs> <laughs> so the design is obviously quite familiar from, you know, the Return of the Jedi and obviously then subsequently the Ewok movies. Which obviously didn't exist back then but, when it But first didn't, was didn't it exist back then, no. No, good point. I'm thinking of having watched it again recently, but of course, yes they didn't yeah. exist so in fact it was a foretelling of what we would see indeed yeah and then yeah. and then obviously retconned for the prequels when we did actually go to Kashyyyk it was like oh uh, we used our designs for that
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah rapid rethink on that and yeah, the, the phrase no expense spared is often used when it comes to Lucasfilm productions when they were trying to come up with the special effects and invent new ways of filming things. The same can't really be said for the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Certainly, the first time you see Lumpy, you do get the air of, yeah, that's a bit of an eBay Wookiee
1: costume. <laughs> It's like Chew Crapper, our very it, own
3: bucket. It, 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 it is very much <laughs> like that indeed. And in actual fact, one of the videos I do believe features Chew Crapper in his life Day robes.
1: You're right, yeah. And yeah. Stick around for more on that later. But it, it's the weirdest start to a, a... I mean it's very it's very of its time because it's a seventies variety show. Yeah. Directed by, let me, this is a little factoid I got up, worked out about two years ago, or there is about. Directed by Steve Binder, who also directed the Elvis 68 comeback special. Really? Yeah, yeah. So. There you go, fact fans. So, as, as a Star Wars themed Elvis impersonator, the fact that the same man directed my favourite live, also well, sort of live concert, TV special, music thing ever the holiday special and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 68 comeback special and then he also directed the holiday special well there you go he was, was the king of TV variety he was, um, was the king of specials yeah. hmm? king of specials king of specials two, two beauty specials but the thing uh, I find really weird about the holiday special and watching it younger I didn't even really notice it but having got older and re-watching it multiple times the fact you've got like 10 to 15 minutes of no speech, just Wookie growls and groans and lumpy <laughs> walking about. The place going yeah. Before he jumps onto a railing and starts tightrope walking on, a, on a, a railing, you know where later on in the program you see a stormtrooper get thrown off. <laughs> his death. Yeah, yes, yes. Health and safety wasn't a thing back then. No, it's 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 a, it's a strange, strange show. Which obviously after the fifteen minutes of growls. You then go into some trippy dance number. Yes. What, what, what did you make of that? All the cartwheeling, day-glow kind of green, pink, tighted people.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, very. Again, very of its time. UK viewers or UK listeners may well be familiar with the phenomenon of top of the pops. <laughs> which, and, uh, yeah, Pan's people were a, a remnant. A regular, a regular feature on that when basically they couldn't get the artist into uh, mime their uh, their song. So yeah, it was just a interpretive dance number. There's got to
1: be a pans people,
3: Mego, Star Wars dance disco tune. video. Oh, yeah, there's got there's got to be. Got there's to got be. to be. In fact, there we go. That's something we're googling later, kids. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I I think is it's quite again of its time and almost a little bit jarring is like from that intro scene you, you get the exterior shot of the millennium falcon and two star destroyers and those are, are cropped straight out of the movie yeah so obviously have the high production values then you cut to the interior of the <laughs> falcon cockpit the wish.com <laughs> <Falcon> yeah <cockpit. laughs> the, the wish yeah it's definitely a Ah yes, we haven't actually got access to the original Falcon cockpit because that's still that's in a skip somewhere in London. Um, after you we chuck, chucked it away somewhere, so yeah, we've kind of we've still got some chairs that look like that, and the rest of it we've made out of little painted cardboard. They've got the they've got wobbling they've it about vigorously.
1: They've got heart, uh, help from Tony Hart from Heartbeat. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a bit of
3: an uh, art attack, art attack <laughs> Neil, yeah. Neil Buchanan.
1: He's apparently a metalhead, isn't he? He's got a metal band, isn't he? He
3: has, he has. And and there's also an
1: online thing rumouring that he is actually Banksy. I've, I've seen that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still think it's 3D from uh, Massive Attack, but that's, that's yeah. it's me.
3: Yeah. anyway we digress, we
1: digress. <laughs> yeah. i think obviously there's a lot of cut scenes and stuff from a new hope with obviously vera walking down the hallways and they've got james l jones back in to redub over the top of those scenes and stuff so it's quite interesting for all that kind of extra bits and pieces you're getting dotted amongst all the kind of crazy variety show and <laughs> Chewie's family and Art Carney and the craziness. But obviously we did have some classic cast members back filming new stuff. And obviously we talked about Han and Chewie at the start there. Yeah. But you also had Luke Eyeliner and R2-D2 played by R2-D2. 2 d 2 yes, yes. And it's quite weird all the main cast of
3: characters so Chewie is Peter Mayhew Harrison Mark Carrie, we're all back as well Anthony Daniels is back as 3 po but R2 is builders R2D2 played by R2D2 and if you dig into it it was because Kenny Baker wasn't involved it was more like they have a lot of the time now where it's majority sort of radio controlled droid that was what they did for the holiday special as well. So, even even back in seventy seven seventy eight, the technology was there. Obviously, not a patch on the creations of our good chum Lee Towsy, and friends. Yes, indeed. But um,
1: different yeah. world these days. Absolutely, absolutely. They absolutely. The same issues they had back in those days with R two getting stuck in sand and falling over and yeah. Uh,
3: but yes, Luke wearing more
1: makeup than Carrie. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> weird. It's just that initial shot when you have the intro titles, and like, just his face appears in in a little circle in yeah. the star field. And it's like, why is he wearing eyeliner? <laughs> Lots oh. of eyeliner. Yeah, and clearly he's also
3: been told he's not needed for uh, Star Wars duties, and then, oh, you are needed for Star Wars duties, and therefore he's he's got a very unlukish ish haircut. Yeah, <laughs> very, very well quaffured. <laughs> is that a word?
1: Quaff. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. These days, these days, it's not. It's not a word that uh, either of us really have to worry too much about.
1: No, formally challenged the two of us. I think so. Yes. Yeah, so he, he looks like he. The, with the amount of eyeliner, he looks like he's auditioning for like My Chemical Romance or something. <laughs> yes. He's again, for, uh, again, George Lucas ahead of the curve.
3: Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. E- emo before it was
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, as I mentioned, the, obviously those cutscenes from uh, A New Hope with James L. Jones, and pretty cool. But then you get into some more bizarre territory again, and you get cooking time, where you've got the four-armed chef. Can't remember if that's Art Kearney or the other person, whose name uh, totally escapes my mind. Cooking Bantra Surprise.
3: The surprise is there's no bantha in it. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> hey, we should start our own called Bantha Surprise. We should. We should with no with no bantha. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to start cooking each other. That would be bad. That would be bad. But <laughs> yeah. with that in mind, um, there's a new Life Day cookbook coming out. There is. There is. Do you think it's going to feature Bantha Surprise? Well
3: when we were talking about this episode, you did pose that question. So I, I went off and did a little bit of homework. Yes. And, and there is indeed a recipe for banter Surprise in there. Ooh. So, uh, yes, the Star Wars Life Day Cookbook, builders Official Holiday Recipes from a Galaxy Far, Far Away, is coming out this November, so later this month, in a poor bit of marketing, it's not to coincide with Life Day. I think it's actually towards the end of the month. But yeah, it's uh, by author Jen Fujikawa and Mark Sumarek. And it's a bit of the official blurb here. It's the follow-up to the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge official Black Spire Outpost cookbook. Oh. Which I haven't seen, but If it's anything like the Escape from Black Spire book, will be full of recipes that directly reference everything in the Disney park.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: But yes, it says it's great for all skill levels and it will teach chefs of any skill level to prepare delicious appetizers, main courses, beverages and desserts from planets such as Kashyyyk, Endor, Mon Cala, Alderaan and beyond. Very nice. So I'm guessing the older ones stuffs mainly toasted, <laughs> <laughs> some so, sort of eaten mess type of. <laughs> yeah, fifty holiday recipes and clever crafts, and it does say including, bantha surprise, roshia bramble, mm-hmm. jelly life day orbs, and mudhorn eggnog. So bringing it right to date with Mandalorian references there. And uh, there's also some family-friendly crafts from building your own Life Day orbs to Wookiee robes that will help you celebrate Life Day. Oh, come on. So, yeah, I'm sorry to say, people, you are going to have to get behind Greg and myself in the queue because...
1: We're getting those. Yeah, the book's pre-ordered already. I've got the book on pre-order. Right <laughs> Going to give that uh, Mudhorn eggnog a go. I think I've, I've got some nice eggnog glasses.
3: Uh, I have a couple of the Star Wars cookbooks already.
1: Wookie cookies.
3: Wookie cookies. There's a second. It's Wookie cookies. Wookie cookies two, and then BB-8. Oh, I've got the first uh, two. I haven't got that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The BB-8 one is obviously a bit more recent but the I think it is it Wookie Cookies 2 that's got the really nice Darth Maul template for the there's like a Darth Maul Sith salsa oh okay so you, you make your basic salsa and then you sprinkle poppy seeds over the top but there's like a template a stencil that you put over the top of your bowl sprinkle your poppy seeds on take it off and it's all Darth Maul's tattoos Oh, that's very in, cool! In, in, in poppy seeds on top of the red of the, and then you put, I think, I oh, think olives or something because his eyes. It looks awesome in the book. I've never actually made it. You need to have a, a cookbook name. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> a in Star fact, Wars in, in fact,
3: in fact, in fact, I feel, I feel an offshoot podcast coming on. <laughs> Dessert planet discs,
1: <laughs> starbakes.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: there we go. So. Just remember, it's Harvey Corman is the name of the guy who plays the chef. Uh, and also plays Krellman and Chief Garmada. Okay. Easy for you to say. So, yes, this holiday special cookbook coming soon. I'm excited about that. Then this is where the holiday special gets dark for me. This is where it gets just a little bit... It, it does actually go quite dark. It does go quite dark. <laughs> it gets a little bit sordid. You've got a special appearance by Diane Carroll who, yes. Again, was very famous in this in the seventies and the eighties. But you get itchy Chewie's dad attached himself to what to what I would describe as like Wookiee hub.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> he had like a strange kind of porn hut. That may be the name.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um for <laughs> for what would have been prime time viewing. It is quite risque, shall we say. Yes. And, yeah, quite who signed off on that as a segment. I mean, it does... It. You know, we are doing Diane Carroll a little bit of disservice in as much as it does go into a lovely song by her. Indeed. But it's sort of done it, as you say, as like a, a sort of almost a dream sequence, but uh, like a sort of virtual reality uh,
1: leisure experience. Indeed. It's uh, <laughs> the, the song sung by Diane Carroll is This Minute Now. It's like a virtual reality machine. It's he, he gets invited to experience her. Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's about it, really.
1: It's, yeah, that'll be. Yeah, we'll talk about it more on Fanta After Dark. Indeed. Uh, the adults indeed. only
3: <laughs> Yes, Yes, yes. <the>, uh, <laughs> yeah, join our Patreon channel <laughs> for the special unedited footage and. Conversation.
1: We're coming close to what will be our first piece of music, but before we go there, we need to talk about some Imperial entanglements which happen in Chewie's family home. A little bit of lumpy bullying, I would say, from the Imperials. They're not too nice to him pushing him around and oh that's 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 just not right, is it? I think they throw his toys around a little bit. And it's like yeah, you feel a bit sorry for Lumpy. Yeah, Imperials throwing their toys out of the Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's called Lumpy because he's been thrown about by <laughs> stormtroopers. stormtroopers and imperial officers so much that he's got lots of lumps under his fur? Uh
3: yeah, you you do, you do kind of wonder were those production nicknames or cuz Nala and Chewbacca you can kind of go with as being in-world names, but Lumpy and Itchy, hmm Yes, I mean, maybe it's Lumpbacker and Itchbacker, so we get Chewy, Itchy <laughs> Scratchy. That's <laughs> what it keeps good in my itchy head. Itchy and Scratchy, yes, that's exactly what... Yeah, itchy D- D- and Lumpy. Itchy D- D- and Lumpy show. Yes. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, I, I do wonder whether those two names do kind of bring you a little bit out of the Star Wars arena, but I suppose, yeah, Chewy... Chewy when he's referred to as Chewy. If you didn't
1: hear him referred to as Chewbacca then. Do you want yeah. to know the do you, to, do you want to know the full names? Oh go on then. I've got them here. So Mala's full name is Malatubak. Malo Malotubak. Okay. Itchies is sounds like I'm gonna sneeze us or something here. Atichikkuk. Atichikkuk? Okay. A And L- lumpy is lumparump. Or lumpa roo. Say <laughs> uh, the Lumpa Roo. Lumpa
3: The others I can accept now that we're we're getting the the simplified versions of, but lumperump. Lump rump.
1: yeah Lumpa rum rump. Lumpa rump. Yeah. Yeah. Still it Sounds like a musical instrument. Lumpa yeah.
3: and talking of musical instruments (laughs) as we were yes not only was Diane Carroll among the musical guests we also got a at the time unreleased or not featuring on any previous albums song called light the sky on fire from jefferson starship who latterly are known as just starship and prior to the interesting interest in the space race were actually called jefferson airplane oh. and yes changed their name to jefferson starship to uh, coincide with all the interest in all things space brought on by things like star trek and star wars so there you go facts fans they also then redeemed themselves by doing the song Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now from, from the mannequin soundtrack. <laughs> from the mannequin soundtrack, yes. And, of course, mannequin rhymes with anakin. It does.
1: Um, there you go. another,
2: star, is another little
1: it? factoid. Before we, before we play <laughs> the track, this apparently, the video or this performance was the singer Marty Balin's final appearance with Jefferson Starship. He left the band in October <laughs> that year?
3: He, he, left, he left the band after realising what he'd done.
1: He realised what he'd done. <laughs> he left the band a month before the show went out and he later rejoined the band in 1993. After everybody had completely forgotten about the
3: holiday special. Kind of
1: George thought he destroyed all the copies.
2: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but involvement in the holiday special aside, I think it's a very good song. A great song. Uh, I really like it. And, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll see another version of it surface at some point. Mm. But But for now, this is Jefferson Starship with Light the Sky on Fire.
0: Preparing a very succulent dish called Bantha
1: Surprise. So that was "Light the Sky on Fire," performed by Jefferson Starship from the Star Wars Holiday Special. What can you say? I mean, that that is a belter of a song, I think. Yeah, and yeah, it's not what you would expect, but I guess moving forward to 2021 and having pop punk in. Uh, Tatooine Rhapsody from Star Wars Visions. It's, it's nice to see a bit of rock back in the menu Yeah, Star Wars. That's it. As we've already
3: said, it was prime time variety show. Fans of our news podcast, Making Tracks, will be aware from their intro that the holiday special featured instead of Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk. Indeed, yeah. So it was proper... Primetime family viewing, and yeah, to have a bit of rock on
1: the menu is uh, never a bad thing. Never a bad thing indeed. And from that rock, we then get another, obviously, very family-friendly thing—an animated special part of the holiday special, titled "The Story of a Fatal Wookie." One of the things that gives me hope: getting holiday special in its entirety somewhere at some point. You will find that animated section on Disney Plus in the, the vintage Star Wars section. The vintage Star Wars section, yes. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend going to check it out for many reasons, but Han Solo's long face, being one of them, <laughs> he has a white long face, Han. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why else would would you want to check out that animated short, Mr. Arbelis?
3: Well, it's... The animation style, if you compare it to latter-day Lucasfilm animation, such as Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels, and even Visions, you can see just how far animation has come (laughs) in in the space of uh, 30, 40 years. But not only that, we do get to see a prototype. Uh, It's not quite prototype, is it? It's
1: a fledgling Boba Fett. Yeah, it's like different, slightly different paint variation to the Boba you're used to seeing, and there's been quite a lot of merchandise come out. I guess it's similar to the droids cartoon, I would say. Yeah, very similar.
3: Very similar (laughs) colouring, very, very sort of pale blue tones with a bit of other colouring on the on the sort of chest plate and a little bit of blue and red here and there, but not nowhere near the green that we've come to know and love and also you get to see what we now know as the disintegrator rifle from Mandalorian one of the many ways in which new era star wars things or properties are bringing in little bits of little nuggets from the holiday special and making them canon again so uh, yeah the uh, the mandalorian's disintegrator rifle is directly the rifle that boba has in this animated short, yeah, Dave Filoni quite, <laughs> quite freely offers that up as, yep, yeah, that's where we got it from. The famous line from Empire, where Vader is dispatching the bounty hunters or uh, briefing them, and uh, he sort of walks up to Mister Fett and says, uh, "No disintegrations." <laughs> and every everybody's like, "Oh, he's obviously got a reputation for this," but clearly this is a, I say a standard weapon, but. Uh, certainly a common weapon amongst Mandalorians so uh, yeah we get to see that debut as well
1: yeah and uh, interestingly it was written by George Lucas produced by a Toronto animation company called Nelvana who produced droids and Ewoks cartoons ah so So there's, there's similar styles there and Luke wears like a yellow jacket which is very similar to the look he has at the end of A New Hope when he gets his medal. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes. Uh,
3: So talking of uh, Mr. Fett and his his first ever on-screen appearance, bringing it right up to date and a slight sidestep from Life Day, in the last week or so, we've had the full trailer ahead of Disney Plus Day. So obviously the uh, execs at... Lucasfilm and Disney Plus were listening to our last show when we said, we're bound to get a trailer on Disney Plus Day and went, ha, we'll prove you wrong and released it earlier. So, keen
2: listeners.
3: Yeah, obviously, big fans of the show. Big fans of the show. Yeah, so the trailer has landed. Whether that means we will get more footage, a trailer come behind the scenes, sizzle reel type thing, obviously, You know, we've spoken before about we're getting a documentary episode beneath the helmet, exploring probably a lot of what we've just talked about, the origins of Boba Fett and the history of the character and where this series sort of picks up.
1: But, um, yes, what did you think of the trailer, Greg? I'm very excited about the show, but the trailer didn't grab me too much. There was a few things in there I was like, ooh... Like, the Bermar Monk right at the start, that was a great, great kickoff. off um, It was nice to see some classic Star Wars aliens in there, uh, much like The Mandalorian's been doing. And obviously, Tem and Fennec Shand look great. But I don't know, it, 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 I think they're still being too secretive about it, not giving too much away, which is probably a good thing. I'm very excited about the show, I just the trailer didn't didn't grab me too much. Uh, I think they could have given you a little bit more than what they, they gave us, but maybe they're holding that back for next time we get the sorry the Star Wars... Not Star Wars, Disney Plus the Day. Disney Plus Day, yeah. They might be holding back, which I reckon we will get a little bit more from the could but I think we'll also get like a an Andor trailer, maybe a Kenobi trailer yeah. or something. And a yeah. holiday special and uh, Disney Plus <laughs> uh, 4K remaster. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I agree. There was not really a great deal of action. Seemed to be setting up the synopsis of... Obviously, we know old Bob's taken over Jabba's palace and he's clearly trying to get the former henchman of Jabba on side, saying that he's going to rule by respect rather than by fear. Mm. Um, but then... It seems to be that they're all trying to overthrow him pretty much
1: immediately yeah i'll tell you what another good standout thing for me was seeing an ithorian the um hammerhead character i'm guessing it's another sort of crime boss underworld but um that was very cool yeah it, it, it's, it's some very cool stuff in the trailer i just i just felt it we need more we need to see more
3: yeah at this stage it's a clever trailer in that it sets a bit of the mood, a bit of the sort of background of where it is what's happening. More spiders more spiders in Star Wars
2: Yeah,
1: right out the gate in the trailer that classic Return of the Jedi background but more creature thing. Yes yes. But yeah it sort
3: of gave you little tidbits of what's going to, what seems to be the general setting and the general mood without actually giving you any story or plot line away. Yeah. Which I know I know some people are you know, very vocal these days about the fact that 90% of film and TV trailers give you all the best bits in the trailer and you don't actually need to then go and see the film. or. Yeah. So it's a nice change. But yeah, I think generally count myself among them people wanted a little bit more indication of maybe where it was going but you know not long to wait now under, know, t- under under two months
1: yeah it's not long
3: at all is it in fact one of my friends uh, I was talking to him yesterday and his kids have started asking Alexa every day how many days is it to Christmas so today it's 50 days till Christmas so that makes it 54 days till the book of Boba Fett
0: Boom, boom, boom.
1: Boom. As, as we're recording this,
3: but... Yes. <laughs> by by <laughs> the time by you did this, on Life Day... Oh, no, here's the oh, so 42 days. Uh, there, yeah, 42 days. There you go, 12. Yes. So And of like course, life, uh, of course, 42 is the meaning of life. It's almost yeah. like it was planned. That
1: was definitely planned, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. Forty days on
3: Life Day. Yes.
2: Yes. Mm.
3: and then of course we move on to what can only be described as Greg's favourite part of the entire holiday special and probably the only reason that all these years on he's still such a big fan of it and that is the sight of the one and only Beat Arthur from the Golden Girls as Akmina Yes! Chief, Chief Barkeep Of the cantina. Now, one of the things I've always wondered: I'm presuming this isn't the same cantina that is frequented during A New Hope, Hmm. because otherwise, there's obviously been a fairly swift turnaround in
1: ownership. Yes, it looks.
3: Or is she? or, Or she could. She could be like the relief manager, or yeah, duty manager that's there that night. I guess.
1: Yeah, she would be the night manager. I mean, who can't get a more fearsome person than uh, B. Arthur to to you know deal with the the clientele and cantina at, at night? Just just awesome. I mean, come on. I'm wearing my Golden Girls T-shirt as we film this, knowing that we're going to be talking about the legend that is B. Arthur, and we need this is I'm going. i Hasbro. Listen up. Before you get vintage collection blurgs and any of that nonsense. Yeah. other... Podcasts. Friends of ours might yeah. be asking for. Yeah, you um, need to make. And don't give us any more like holiday painted troopers. No, we want holiday special character. We want Chewbacca's family in the retro style, vintage collection card back, and we want B. Arthur on a Star Wars card back. Please, please make it happen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> pretty please. Well, if,
3: if,
1: if you think about it from the point of view of
3: remanufacturing stroke. Cobbling bits together from existing figures. You've got a Chewbacca head. Yep. You've got an Emperor's royal guard body. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. So that's that's your that's your life day Wookiee robes sorted. At Mina, you can probably reuse a bit of General Leia, Last Jedi, End of Force Awakens, stroke. Okay. Bits of Last Jedi. So the the dark. Colored, like long gown that she has. Right, yeah. So that could—I'm not saying it's 100% screen
1: accurate, but well, I've just taken delivery today of uh, my eldest's Christmas, which is a, a 3D printer.
3: So oh, there, next, you, there you go,
1: 3D printing it yourself. I'm going to be hunting out holiday special figure 3D print files. So there we go. If any, any of our listeners knows where to find some,
2: please yeah. <laughs>
3: please, please email them to radio at fanthatracks.com <laughs> and put <laughs> as, with the uh, holiday special 3D printing in the, in the subject. <laughs> and we'll make sure they reach Greg. Thank you very much. Though, not before I mean, Christmas, because that will spoil
1: the surprise. Uh, indeed. So that is just a cool scene, because obviously... The Cantina is one of the best scenes in all the Star Wars movies just because the the whole, all the different aliens you've got in that, you know, every type of alien you can think of. And uh, obviously, in the holiday special, you get to see some of them in a lot more detail. There's some extra characters in there. Harvey Corman back again. I think he's the guy with a hole in the head. Yeah. Um. Poz his drinking to the top of his head. Yeah. What a wonderful idea that is. It's a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> fantastic idea.
3: I can still talk
1: while I'm drinking. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. glug 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 glug. Yeah, brilliant. Obviously you see like snaggle tooth and you've got Biff in there, whether it's Fergal Dan or somebody else who knows, mm. but very, very cool. And And they still haven't learned another tune. No, they're still playing the same, yeah. Still yeah.
3: All play yeah. Yeah. So they they are the the ultimate one hit wonders of the Star Wars universe. Well, oh, they've typically got two hits. They've got
0: yeah. the Yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. So obviously you can't have B Arthur in there without a song, so she sings the classic Good Night but not goodbye, as she's Kicking all the punters, kicking kicking
3: all the reprobates out of the cantina. Yeah, and what better way to celebrate that than by letting loose our very own reprobate (laughs) 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 who's been kicked out of more than one or two cantinas in his time?
1: Poor Andy, you
3: can't, can't yeah, 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 poor poor Andy, becoming a respectable man these days. So, yes, Darth Elvis and friends, especially for you. Kylie's song? No, 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 no. no, Especially
0: for you. Yeah, that's
3: Kylie and Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Especially for TFI Life Day, we have the world exclusive first play of Darth Elvis and Friends. Good night, but not goodbye.
0: Just one more round friend, then homeward bound friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song friend, and then so long friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more. It's a crime, friend. But you know, time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Just one more drop, friend Before we stop, friend One more moment, face to face Next time you're dry, friend (laughs) Try stomping dry, friend If there's a light in the place We may not dry, friend But we survive, friend Look, we're alive, friend So say goodnight, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.
2: Something that I haven't felt in longer than I care to remember. I felt alive again.
3: Greetings, this is Julie Dolan, voice of Princess Leia, and you're listening to Desert Planet Discs. It's your only hope.
1: So that was the incomparable Be Arthur, Akmina, performing Goodnight but not Goodbye. Well, in fact, it wasn't, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs>
3: it was Be Arthur doing her very best Darth Elvis impression. It was. Which is uncanny, Darth Arthur playing. Yeah, <laughs> good oh, good <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the talents of that lady know no bounds. She almost sounds exactly like you as Darth Elvis. Yeah, but
1: she's got a deeper voice than me. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, that was Darth Elvis and friends performing. Good night, but not goodbye. Galaxy wide exclusive. Stay tuned to the Darth Elvis YouTube channel for some future
0: videos, ladies and gentlemen. The Empire has declared martial law. And from
1: there we go back to Kashyyyk and we have the happy family reunion. Chewbacca and Hansel return safely from their uh, space escapades with the Imperials and obviously find themselves facing more Imperials in Chewie's house. And one of the stormtroopers gets tossed off the side of Chewie's home. And Chewie gets to see Mala, Lumpy and Itchy, and they all live happily ever after.
3: Yeah, there's no arms being pulled off at this stage, but again, family show. Family show.
1: So we're almost at the end of the holiday special and i know what you're thinking you want another hour and a half an hour 45 minutes of it because it's it's too good you need more if you need a life day fix there's a couple of things coming up that might tide you over until uh special part two carl could you give us some insight into
3: there is indeed and the publishing world is uh, embracing life day in 2021 we're getting a marvel comic Star Wars Life Day number one, which is featuring four stories from our Cannon Fodder guest recently, Cavan Scott and Justina Island, Jody Hauser and Steve Orlando have all written Life Day linked stories for a Marvel special, which should be landing
1: in comic shops sometime later this month. 24th of november i believe it's it, it was meant to be out on life day i believe but it's been
3: delayed a week uh uh but better late than never Indeed. Um, yeah so that's coming out to uh, to help celebrate life day and then another recent interview subject the wonderful george mann who i had the pleasure of uh, being in the panel that recently featured on making tracks at the meanwhile at coventry festival comic and art festival and george mann has written a book the life day treasury which i believe
1: you're in possession of sir I am. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It, as you mentioned, written by George Mann and also uh, Kevin Scott.
2: Ah, Kevin's
1: involved as well. There we go. Illustrated by Grant Griffin. It's got eight stories, a nice little introduction to the idea of Life Day, but you've got eight stories in here, including The Tree of Life, which is the last story which takes you back to Kashyyyk and uh, meeting some of... Uh, Chewie's family again. Back cover features some familiar faces in their, um, their red robes with their glowing orbs. They're balls of light, if you like. Yes, I'm, I've just started reading this and a few stories into it, it's uh, very good. It tells you about different celebrations of the the latter part of the year in the galaxy far, far away, not this life day. Yes, highly recommend it. If you're a fan of the holiday special, and um, obviously, all our listeners are big fans of the holiday special. Go grab a copy. It's a nice hardback book. Yeah, go and check it out.
3: Yeah, George was saying at the Meanwhile Festival that the idea behind this Life Diary treasury was that it was stories from around the galaxy as, as if they were the kind of things that maybe a young Luke and Leia would have been read Kind of like we have with um, Twas the Night Before Christmas and things like that, you know, that are staples of getting ready for the holiday season. And that was kind of what they were aiming for, was these sort of stories as if they were in-world stories that had been collated mm. to be then told within the galaxy. So
1: I definitely, say that it, it, it's one of the books that uh, gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart when you're reading it. <laughs> Which... Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so and they're, just and, an they're, and
3: they're, they're warm and fuzzy.
1: They're warm and fuzzy. And uh, I guess moving on, we've got one other holiday special treat you can watch on Disney Plus: the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which came out last Christmas. Indeed, um, indeed. And again,
3: in preparation for tonight's episode, I recently rewatched the Lego holiday special as well and re terrifying tales actually just before halloween so uh, to get really spooky and then you
1: needed a lighter
3: affair to kind of bring you back yeah to the yeah side. yeah yeah so I managed to uh, reflect to the picture to behind the sofa where i was hiding <laughs> having watched terrifying tales and um, yeah that's picks up on some of the concepts and some of the imagery and characters from the true holiday special I think we shall call it
2: yeah
3: and deal. yeah you've got you've got Itchy in there
1: indeed yeah um and Nala I think I think Nala's in there as well can't remember if Lumpy's in but
3: yeah but he'd, he'd be much older by now so he'd probably yeah. be a taller so we wouldn't recognise him true true and, yeah. as, and as a Lego character who's probably nowhere near as cheap looking
0: <laughs> <laughs> True,
3: very true yeah. Bless him But yeah, it's fun Have you rewatched it
1: recently? Or I did, I watched it not too long after we watched Terrifying Tales about a million times because the, the, <laughs> the young boys really liked that and uh, yeah, we put that on soon after and uh, they really enjoyed it as well and yes, they're starting to get, they're starting to get more interested. It's like, what happens here? Who's who's this? They want to hear more about Anakin. It's like, okay, yes, lure you in, That's join it. join it's your dad it. and your older brother and watch Star Wars That's religiously. It. It. So yes, no, the Lego's definitely going down well, my kid. and obviously they like the toys as well. So I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, how could is say? They like the toys more than uh, dad likes paying for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, we need to get some Dorf Elvis tracks <laughs> online so people can download them. Indeed, indeed, Help pay for, Help pay for uh, his Lego habit. Yes, indeed, so... <laughs> With that in mind... Yes, I was going to say, that takes us to the, the end of the holiday special, the Life Day special, where sure. we have the actual celebration where they go to the tree of life with their red robes on and their glowing orbs and there they see leia luke han r2c3po all waiting and carrie does a little sing song yes a song called a day of peace and no expense spared
3: unfortunately our budget didn't run to having carrie no, nope. but we have. I was going to say the next best
1: thing. We definitely spent a lot more money than they spent on the holiday special. <laughs> we, yeah, did, our... we did. <laughs> we did. Yes. for our wish masks <laughs> <laughs> and rules.
3: Yeah, yes. so for Life Day 2020, was it 2020 or was it 2019 even? It was 2020, I think. Yeah. 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 Pretty sure. There you go. Time, time flies when you're locked in your own house. Life Day 2020 then saw the release of Darth Elvis and Friends' second track of the evening, but obviously chronologically, it's a bit a bit like Star Wars—we release them out of order. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This the Life Day song, a day of peace, and with that, may we wish you all a happy Life Day, a peaceful Life Day. This is Darth Elvis and Friends, a day of peace. and friends there with a day of peace the song popularized by Darth Elvis and friends but originally sung by Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars holiday special and that brings us to an end for this TFI life day celebration of the ultimate celebration but what's the greatest thing about celebrations there's always another one around the corner and coming up and next episode will be the much heralded long awaited 2021 desert planet disc christmas special
0: <laughs> hot dang
3: hot dang indeed we will have fun festive frolics and maybe a special guest or two tune in next time for the Desert Planet Discs Christmas Special. Be sure to bring your Mudhorn Eggnog and your Minok Pies. Indeed. And with that, all that remains to say is it's a hot dang from me. And it's a hot
0: dang from him. Hot, hot dang! dang.
3: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Desert Planet Discs. If you want to stay part of the action and up to date on all the latest Star Wars news, check out the Fantatrax app via the App Store on your mobile
1: device. You can contact us via email at radio Comment, like, and share on any of our social media feeds at Fantatrax, and be sure to subscribe. Leave a review, preferably a five-star one, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Go- Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher or smart speaker of choice.
3: Don't forget to head to fantatracks.com forward slash radio, home of Fantatracks Radio, and follow us on our social media feeds at Phantatracks, and bookmark fantatracks.com for all the latest in Star Wars news. <laughs>